Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's the one and only Murphy Lee, man. Quarantine Murph, that is. Mr. Wintertime himself. Why? Because I'm cold. You know what I'm talking about? St. Louis in the building. St. Lunatic's holding it down. And right now, I'm rocking with Three the Hallway. It's a black-owned business run by fathers. Yes, sir. And everybody eats. So, www.3thehallway.com. That's the number three. T-H-A, Hardway. H-A-R-D-W-A-Y.com. 3thehallway.com. Make sure y'all go tune in, tip in, to see what y'all going on. Shout out to you, champ. What up, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Sheik Luch, L-O-X, D-Block, Silverback Gorilla up in here. Right now, I need to shout out my peoples. Three to Hallway Clothing Line, you heard? Check this out, right? It's a clothing line, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 it's a new clothing line. It's a business launched by black-owned and operated by fathers. All my real men stand up, man. All the real dads, that is. Good dad gang, you heard? Sheik Luch, L-O-X, D-Block. Jay the Champ Johnson, what up? Sheik Luch, peace, y'all. Let's go. What up, what up, what up, what up? I am back. I am back. I'm back. It's so good to have you guys here. Uh, uh, we're going to have to redo that because we got to get Nikki involved. So we have to go back to New York, B. Uh, I'm on my New York stuff right now. Uh, but we have some good topics today. Uh, like I said, you're reading it correctly. We are having, are you sorry? Because you actually sorry? Or are you sorry that you got caught? Or... Do I still turn you on? So we got some good topics today. So I'm giving everybody a chance to share this. Uh, I'm about to start adding my guests in. We got some some heavy hitters today. Once again, it's the battle of the sexes. Uh, I'm stuck in the house. So, hey, I, I figured everybody else is stuck in the house with me. So uh, we's adding Nikki. Uh, we got a man, Chubb. Um, we got an other man, Chubb, the second, a.k.a. Class. Uh, he held it down. Of course, my business partner extraordinaire, uh, Tony Chappelle. And then we're going to add everybody else in as they came in. Uh, we got our sister, Kenya. She's always late. And, and uh, we have our, our guest of honor today. Uh, we gonna, we just going to call her Mike Tyson right now because uh, she has some, some powerful stuff that she wants to, to add on here. Uh, uh, sister, we, I don't want to call her Sister Greer. We'll call her winner. Dr. Greer. That, that Dr. Greer guy has more of a... Uh, I'm speaking that into light. Uh, Kenya keep falling off, so I don't know what's going on with her with her Wi-Fi. It's always a problem once we get started. Uh, but thank you, guys. Uh, matter of fact, like I said, take the time to share uh, when you can. And you will want to take some notes on this one because, uh, in my words, shit is bound to hit the fans sometime, somewhere. So... Um, with no further ado, everybody, just, hey, tell me, well, can you blacked out again? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, everybody, go around the corner and introduce yourself. We'll start off with Nikki. Hey, I'm Nikki, and I'm here. What's up? Oh, it's on me. Hey, it's your boy Chubb Brown. You know what it is, aka money making, uh, money making Mitch. Hey, we get money in Harlem, B. Get money in Harlem, B. All right, hey everybody. I'm Winter. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. This man is so polite. Well, what do you want me to say? It? I already know what it is. The trouble started himself. T Mac Tony out here. Let's get it. <laughs> What up, now? It's your boy Class, aka the Vice Quad, High Desert Quad. Glad to be in the building. 
Ahem! <laughs> Air Force! Ahem! You get a nail done. We talking to you! We talking to you! Air Force having technical We can't hear you. She aiming high, man. She aiming high. So She's not working. She didn't cross it to the blue. Carol stopped using that Boost Mobile, and she had to worry about it. She out here using Boost Mobile. Air Force combo never working. So uh, we got some uh, some some good uh, topics today. One of the topics I want to start off with um, is what if your girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other um, kind of changes over the time. Either their weight changes, their appearance changes, um, or their, their sexual drive changes. Is that a, uh, a means to let them go? Let, let me make sure it, it gets Kenya back. I am. I'm so uh, sorry, y'all. It, it was <laughs> fine up until we started live, man. I'm so sorry. So, so here you can you can ask your question right now. There we go. Make sure I, I got it correctly. So, when your appearance changes after you have dated or gotten married, would you be able to stay in that relationship? So, meaning. If you look one particular way in the beginning of that relationship and as time, you know, goes on, their appearance changes and you're no longer attracted to them. Physically, sexually, do you, I mean, of course you still love them, but how would you deal with someone changing physically if they gotten too big if uh, they got too small, they cut all their hair off. Y'all stop do playing with these screens. That is the first question. The second so, one is, what happens when you're no longer attracted physically or sexually to your partner? It's over. Oh. You know nah. what? <laughs> nah. Nah, B. Nah, B. Nah. Okay. So I mean, you guys been together all these many years. You just you just willing to just let it go. If she ain't doing cartwheels no more, I mean that, that, that that's kind of a it, it's it's yeah. the question is kind of is that was a difficult to answer. But everybody got different so. things that they like. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Yeah, I don't you, think it's difficult for me. I me think either. I think for for me, uh, I will say this: um, if if their appearance now everybody has sexual needs and stuff like that if their appearance is um has gone down let's say i.e children are involved um um you have caused you you have had they, they had about two or three four of your big-headed babies and you know they didn't do all those things that you're part of that body change you're <laughs> part of that body change and you embrace it if that person um, if you feel like that person needs to be more healthy, then you sit there and have a, a conversation with, hey, baby, let's go walking. Let's go do those things. Now, in in certain instances, the, the significant other, whether it be male or female, might tell you no. They might say, nah, this ain't what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? This is not um, what I want to do. For me personally, it's not a deal breaker um, for me. 
and uh, it's not a deal breaker for me. But what I will say is, is if you are body shaming yourself and I'm giving you this, these uh, words of affirmation and you, you mad at me, you mad at me because I'm telling you beautiful. You're like, nah, I'm a fat piece. Of, I'm like, don't ask me that. Don't ask me. You know what I mean? like, like, don't put me in a predicament. Don't put me in a predicament when I'm telling you that I love you to, um, to have an argument because you feel insecure about yourself, but I'm going to love you. I'm, I'm me personally. I'm going to love you. Now, when it comes to the sexual thing, everybody changes. We change as men, you know, uh, as, as men, 18, 18 year old Tony and 36 year old Tony is not the same person. You know, it's like, he's like, you know, I'm not the same person as 18 year old Tony or, 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 or now that I'm, I'm, I'm 36 and life has happened to me. You, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I would say that you can do it together. Um, try to make the effort together to to try new things, or you know, spice up the bedroom, or 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 something in that in that nature, and then just explain it to your partner, like that. That's that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I can piggyback off that a little bit. I, I too, it's not hard for me, because um, basically, I think about things like this. Um, what was your relationship even? What was the foundation of relationship? Was it just about what I looked like when we got together? Um, and you know, everybody knows if the foundation was shaky, then the whole relationship is just going to be shaky the whole way through because it wasn't built on something that was of substance. You know, it was just, oh, well, you look good. That's cosmetic. Everybody knows the older you get, things change. Uh, also, you have to think about this. You talked about uh, having the babies. What about uh, the fact that... Um, Health-wise, things change. Medication makes you change. Uh, hair falls out. Um, gain weight, lose weight. Um, those are things that just happen. So, I mean, are you going to leave your partner because they're having health issues and their whole physical has changed? That's that's ridiculous. Like, what was you here for in the beginning? So, let me say something too. I want to I want to add something. Um, if this is one, because you know, sometimes some changes like immediate. Like if you had a a bad accident and something happened that you know disfigured you but a lot of these changes we talk about is gradual over time you gain weight you don't gain weight overnight you was eating or you had a baby or you had injuries or whatever right so um i think you got to blame you not the partner you got a problem with you the other person you got to blame yourself uh if you get to that point because you should have said something a long time ago you know or hinted at it or something to say hey you know why don't we go like Tony talked about? Why don't we start doing some things that create some some body changes or something like that? You know, or just have that honest, you know, uncomfortable conversation. Hey, look, you know, I, it's not looking how I used to look. I need something different, whatever. Like at the end of the day, a good relationship is one where there's two way communication. And so if it gets to that point, don't blame your partner. Blame yourself. So um, I know I said it's over with first time. That was for comedic relief. Um, that goes, but how much weight we talking? <laughs> that, that, that should be a question, like, because I can love you, but 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 my love got a weight limit. Like, I've seen some people on 600-pound life. Like, it's over. At, at that point, if I've tried, I don't understand medication habits, but I'll be watching them TV shows. I'm like, how did it get that far? Like to where you ain't noticed. 
It's um, not on them. Uh -huh. They say, wait, so, 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 so oh, they, they I, noticed it. Trust me, they noticed it. And, and it's like it's like we've had this conversation before. This is why that conversation of what you bring to the table actually matters. And it doesn't mean about sex. It means I have to actually like you. Like at some point I have to like you to be around you because when when like men go through changes when that thing ain't working and and, and your thing gets as close for for for, for 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 reconstruction um we have to actually like each other uh to sit around uh i've seen i seen an old couple the other day they were walking each other to they, they go they said they go to applebee's every day at two o'clock and they were like 70 summer years old. They go every day. He was walking his, his lady in. Um, you can tell that he honestly loved her. And I think that that's a lost sign sometimes. Like, but it's also if if I'm putting in input and you're not trying to make a change, then that's where I have to draw the line. So if I say, you know, hey, we need to work out together you know, let's do this together and start doing it. And you just don't want to, you know, men do the same thing. Like men, Hey, get comfortable. They say, Hey, once a man get married, he start packing on them pounds. Why? Cause he ain't used to have it. Look, when we single, we, we scrum, we scrabble around for, for meals. Like, <laughs> but when you, when you, when you in a relationship, you actually getting fed. So it, it's a different, it's a different thing. And the same thing, like some women, I've heard some women say they want their men with six packs and, and stuff like that. And some are like, nah, I like the dad bod. So it's just about you knew what you like before you jumped into that relationship. These should be some things that we need to talk about because it could be something else going on. It could just be that, Hey, it's a medical issue. Uh, like winter said, you know, it could be, I know with some antidepressant medicine, it makes you gain weight. Yeah. And some makes you lose weight. So it just could be multiple things. So I would say this um, scripture, right? Because um, I always do this on the show. Um, one thing that that stuck out to me, because <laughs> uh, it says that uh, enjoy your your wife in her youth. That's what the scriptures say. It says enjoy, her. and you can you can you can decipher that as you know, because as we get older, things change and stuff like that. So it, it means that now now that I'm at a level. Because it might not be, let's say that person still looks good at at 40 or, or, or 50, but their sex drive is like this. You know, like, you know, so now you have another problem. Whatever needs you have to be met, you have to explain. Sometimes, let's say that you got, and I'm just not trying to be funny when I say this, how blood pressure problem, right? Mm -hmm. blood oh, really? This is what we're going to do today? This is what we're going to do today? Pressure problems cause you to have ED, or because you know, because one the medicine that you take it can cause it, and then you have heart problems and stuff like that. Now this is where you find out, man. Who, like you said, Jay, do you really like me? Mm -hmm. like, do is is this thing on uh, what what we um going through? You know, the scripture also says talk fall out, meaning that your body is going to change constantly, and and for me. Younger me, yes. Younger me, I was like, mm -mm, I can't do that. 
I, I, ain't no way in the world. I can't walk around looking like a fresh piece of bread, and she looked like a, 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 a three liter thing. That's just you know, that's younger me. But as we, as as you mature, you know, as you mature and realize that um, these things happen. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, for me personally, health does matter to me. You know, like so because I, hey, I want to, I want to go as long until I'm seventy some years old. I want to still be able to lay the wood. You know what I mean? So, but um. So, I, uh, but it's just like for me, I feel like now people find every excuse to get out what they have committed to, and 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 who and I and I always take the wedding vows where it says for better or for worse. You don't know what your worst is until it hits you in your face, and and when that worst hits you in your face, and you realize that you made a vow because the scripture tells us it's better uh, better not to make a vow than to break it. So it was like, not that you have to be unhappy, but then you have to have that, as we all said, that hard conversation and say, hey, baby, I, um, you know, I really want to enjoy you um, because you were tired or what can I do to help you um, to, to meet these goals and, 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 and these things that, that you're trying to do. They might not like it at first. I'm telling you, they might not like it at first. But if, the, if you show genuine love and consistency, then they will um, most of the time they will do their part and, and I yield the floor to whoever. So this uh the, the topic came up because I had read a, a couple of different um articles about it and one particular one that I read I, I'm not sure if you guys uh follow the lady that her husband like shot her in the face and then um he killed he killed himself. And so um they was just talking about um uh, domestic violence, right? On on one of her particular posts, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's like a the bullet that was wasn't meant for me, and so she has like this big old hole in her face or whatever. But um, uh, another female came on her post and she was saying how she was diagnosed with cancer and she had to uh, take chemo, and so uh, she couldn't take care of herself. Um, her husband, he just clearly just uh wasn't there for her he started cheating on her and um you know she couldn't even go to the bathroom herself she had to crawl to the bathroom she had to crawl to get something something to eat and you know at before she was diagnosed with cancer she had a very both of them had a really really good job paying job and everything and so when she got diagnosed with cancer she couldn't take care of herself couldn't work she had to go on disability he decided that he wanted to see someone else because his needs weren't being met you know, she lost all this weight. She lost all the hair. So she start, he started dating this, this other lady. So she went ahead and filed for divorce. She was like, okay, that's fine. I understand I had this issue. So I'm going to, you know, let you be, let you be with her. But after they got a divorce, he realized that the woman he was with wasn't his wife. And so he wanted to come back to her. And mm. she's like, no, you don't, you know, you, you left me. And so in being spiteful or being he's so hurt now he tried to kill her too you know he, he tried to slit her throat and so he's in in prison now but it it just made me think about it you know even i think that we are some nice you know looking people and so if we, we had a spouse how would we be able to deal with that what you know we sit around and we talk about it now but like are we really real with ourselves and say okay i can definitely say that i will stick there you know I talk. I hear how y'all talk about y'all sex drive and stuff like that. So, are you really, are you are you really sure that if you are with your wife 
and you saying that you love her now, if something was to happen and you you're no longer able to your your needs are being met sexually because of any reason, medical or because she's so obese, six hundred pounds, you know, um, a life or whatever, and you can't have sex. What are, would you really truly say there, or would you say, "Babe, listen, you know, I love you to death, but I have some needs that need to to be met. Like I have to, I can't stay in this relationship. Like if if they cannot have sex no more for the rest of y'all marriage." Would you be able to truly say, I can't do it? Is her mouth broke? <laughs> <clears throat> it, so it's, 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 after listening to everybody. I'm the only one He's right. But at the same time, um, to your point, it's like once you take those vows, then. You know, it, it's just like Tony said, it's for better or for worse. You have to, mm-hmm. now you know that at the end of the day, like Jay said, you have to really like this person. Not only like this person, you have to actually love this person. So for me, it's like, I think that what uh, a lot of the times where this younger generation gets lost at is that you have, this is where that friendship, when you've built that friendship within your marriage or in within that relationship, that's why having a friendship with your spouse is so important. Being able to say, that's my friend. That's what people say it all the time. Oh, I married my best friend today. I married my best friend. Do you really mean it? Or you just saying it to get your likes and all that crap on your social media. It's really important to hone in on that friendship because at, at the end of the day, when you, like Jay said, you have to have those difficult talks. That friendship is what kick in just a little bit more than it being your spouse. Like, hey, we got to have this tough conversation. I'm going to keep it real with you. So at that point, when it gets to there, you have to find, you're going to have to work around that, you know, hey, look, you about 300, push 315, trying to ride it. Like, yeah, your boy might be, come on, man. You just, so like you said, injuries. Me being a 20-year reti- Army retired personnel, I got two bulging discs in my back. I got pre-existing injuries that come with this body. Like, Army done broke me down. So there's certain stuff we can do. So you start talking about weight gain, hey, hey you, we can't do that. How are we going to figure this out to do something different in order to still get to that point where I need to get my release? You know what I'm saying? Until I'm 70 something, like Tony said. We're going to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. We're going to ride it. Fall off. Like said, but, brother, brother, it also goes by the, the stronger your vows. That's what, what you said. Because yeah. nobody, I guarantee you, unspoken on this phone, what we have here, there's been some worse in their relationships that nobody's talking about. Mm-hmm. That it was like if one of us would have went through, we'd have left. So, so, um, so I say that because for me, um, I do believe in man. I gotta, I gotta stick this thing. I gotta stick this thing out. Um, you know. Now I am. I have been divorced, but let me tell you something. That the divorce was the worst thing in my life because my values and morals was tested because of that. You know, you like, um, and. And it was to me. I used to say all the time, people people glorify this divorce thing, and then forget yeah. that that the person that you chose to be with, you truly love them. And then when you're in that dark room by yourself, you know, like it comes out, um, just like the brother tried to kill his wife. When you when you're thinking the grass is greener, mm-hmm. because you're looking what everybody appear to be in your relationship. Me, I don't personally care to be honest with you. I don't personally care what anybody think of my relationship 
mm-hmm. but the person that I'm in the relationship with. If I'm if I'm making her happy and do it like that, it's it's for me, you know, um, and and for her. And I feel like uh, again, I I say it again. I feel like it's so much people ready to leave, and then they justify by so many other uh, so many other things. It's not even really justifiable. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you agree with me? No, nah, bro, I don't agree with you. Know what I'm like I I was like, no, nah, you work that thing, you work that thing out. And um, you you stick it out. I'm not saying you getting your butt beat, and he he's a habitual. <laughs> I'm not saying those things, um, guys, because even even the things I name, some people still stay mm-hmm. in, in the uh, in the relationship, right? So mm-hmm. I, I go back to the point where I made. Nobody knows who their what their worst is, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my and, and to your point, okay, can you ask? Can you really do it? I did it with my mm-hmm. first marriage. You know, my wife was diagnosed, ex-wife, excuse me, my ex-wife was diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, and I had to go sit in there. I'm on active duty. And I had to be there, take care of the kids and do these do these different things, you know. And, you know, and I'm sure none of these people on the um, phone has ever heard this conversation and he said this to them. But I did it. You know, I couldn't have I couldn't have um, sex or do like that. But I loved her regardless, you, you know, mm-hmm. because I believed in the what worse is and if i could make it through the worst i knew there was something greater on the the other side unfortunately we um we divorced for other reasons you know you know what i mean but we are friends today and great friends you know and and great friends today right so because even though we divorced i was there and you know I, i i stuck it out i i did what i was supposed to do as a husband regardless of whether it was hard or not because it was hard let me tell you something i was 22 23 young stutter out there you know what I mean? so i'm like uh-uh lord you gonna have to help me if you don't keep me i can't be kept you know what I mean? so so i'm telling you for me it's a personal thing when i hear this conversation because i did it i i had to do it you know on one because i believed in um, the the hardship that every marriage or every significant relationship goes through some hard things, and uh, and if you can make it through those hard things, you can you can go, you can keep going and keep going. And even if you if you fail to make it, if you gave a hundred percent and those things are all uh, fall off, then you can rest easy. And in in my situation, we're great friends. As mm-hmm. as of today, you know, we call each other, talk to each other, we have daughters together. You know, we laugh. You know, she talks to to my wife. You know, we go. Matter of fact, we're going to um, to together. We're going to amusement parks as as a family. You know, and those things because it, the work was done, guys. The work was done. I, I I don't believe people now are willing to do the work that it causes to do. And I yield the floor back to who else talking. So so you bring up a good point, but I think you know to fully answer, I don't think anybody can really other than Tony because you just gave an example of it. Unless you've been in that situation, how can you really say what you're gonna do? It's kind of right. like, and I'm not. I please don't let's put off on the on tangent with this. It's like the Will Smith Jada thing. I would have done this. I would have done that. You don't know what you're gonna do unless you're in a situation. You could think and make some little mental plan, but when it really comes down, your body's gonna have a certain response. You're gonna do something or not. You're gonna have a physical attraction or not. Your body's gonna physiologically respond or not, and you don't know what that is until you face it. So. Um, I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it a, a step that's not as drastic as this. 
Like, what if your spouse makes some kind of cosmetic change that you find unattractive? You know, so how do you address that? Mm. So that now is it something that we discussed or is something no, that no, they, they go out the house one day and go do something and come back home and look different or like if you're a man say you're a man and you got a, you've always had a beard you decide you're gonna shave you don't tell your wife and she ain't never seen you clean shaving or she don't like the way you look clean shaving or you shave your head off or or as a woman you cut your hair or you get some style that you know you cut your eyebrows off. But, or but hair can come back. So are yeah, you, are yeah. You about enhancements or additions, hair can come back. I ain't, I ain't worried about hair. But if you talk about changing to where hey, you you left no, it look like Holly like, Berry, like, 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 like Black China, then we got a problem. No, I'm about basic stuff. Basic stuff. Okay. You know, okay. I mean, like with basic stuff, I think like that, that you can get over that. Like if you you truly you know you love that person, okay. You cut it off. Okay, it's going to be, look, listen, we got to have a conversation. This is how I like for you to look. I think that if you're in a relationship, you should be able to go to your your mate, your your partner, your spouse or whatever and say, hey, this is, this is how I like. This is what I like. And of course, you might have that person that's going to be like, well, I don't like that. That's a conversation that needs to be, be had. Like, okay, I, I like a beard. And if, when I met you, you had a beard, and then you cut it off, and you clean shave because this happened, and I was like, "Huh, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that, you know, because you look completely different." But I'm just like, "It's gonna grow back." And if that person has respect for you, they have respect for that relationship. They're gonna, you're gonna compromise. Oh, granted, I'm not gonna sit here and 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 try. It's not like I'm trying to change you, but hey, you start out how you can hold out. You know what I mean? Like it has to be a conversation that is had. You can't when you're in a relationship with someone. It's not that you're trying to change that person or you're trying to control them. I just think that you should be able to have that conversation, the two of you, and say, "Hey, this is so, what I like. This is what I don't like." So real quick, uh, Tony and Chubb, go to your page and make the video public so that they're able to see the comments or comment onto the listening. Um. But I completely, uh, so like I said, my, my, uh, it depends. And, and it, you know, prime example, and I ask myself this all the time, if I'm dating somebody and let's just say that they become a paraplegic or they become a vegetable, so to say, and I have to take care of them. Am I equipped to do that? That's one of the questions that you, regardless of, of, of what love is, am I equipped to do it? Uh, I watched my aunt uh, take care of my, my uncle. Uh, he, I, I can't remember what he had. I just know that he required to get these things. Uh, and it was breaking her down. She just could not do it. So, and, and she loved him, but she, she remembered him in a way to where it messed her up now to see him suffering like he was and she just could not do it. So I don't judge anybody that, that, that changes. Now, if it's just something that, if it's something minute, like, Hey, you know, all of a sudden she gained 20 pounds or, or whatever the case may be, we might have to switch positions, but something going to get done. You still going to get, 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 get waxed. Um, but, or vice versa, you know, um, 
it's just it's just a thing that you know i look at it like this so you know prime example when i use high blood pressure as a as a uh a thing you know when i found out that i had high blood pressure immediately my mindset was to correct this issue was to correct and, and make sure and i wasn't even thinking for sexual purposes i'm glad that tony said that because i'm really about to drop my blood pressure now uh <laughs> But um, I wasn't even thinking for sexual purposes. I was just thinking for the long haul. So if I if I am in love with her or she's in love with me, there's ways that you can say certain things to where, hey, let's change together or, hey, let's change our eating habits. And your eating habit could be possibly fine, but include yourself in on it so that it doesn't look like that you're coming on the attack mode. Because sometimes that's easier to receive you know, uh, versus, hey, babe, you, you really need to watch what you're eating. You might catch a, 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 a frying pan to the head. Um, but it's easier to say, hey, you know, I was thinking about doing this. Let's see if we can change this up together. Or, hey, you know, prime example, you might not be able to do the, the type of cartwheels. Listen, 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 y'all. Look, and get your notes out. Uh, women and, and gentlemen right now. So they got this thing called the hand assistant by Candy Burris. I, I don't know if any of y'all have seen this thing. So y'all so look at it, Google it. Look, but it's, it's called a helping hand. The helping hand. So these things, like those are those are things to where you guys can 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 get into stuff together and say, okay, I might not be able to do this now, but here's this, this, and this, or maybe, you know, Hey, you know, I, I'm not able to, 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 to do the backflips like you wanted to, because my knees hurt, you know, let's work on doing something else that we can both do and enjoy. And it makes each other happy. Those are, are conversations that you have when you like somebody and you love them and you're ready to make changes versus, you saying that this is it, you know, and it, it, it also, I think I heard Tony and Nerva say, you never know what that person is. is that it might be the final draw for them. Like it might be something in their life that they're going through right now. That just is, this one is just it. it, it it's not because she, she lost control. It's not because he, uh, or gained weight or he gained weight. It could be that he's an alcoholic. And that he gained weight was the final domestic violence. And and he gained weight was the final the final thing for that, or she gained weight was the final thing for that. You never know what that is, what's going on behind the scenes. But if you're just leaving just because you look changed, then by God, like I'm quite sure I don't look like how I looked at 20 years old. Um I, I don't perform like I did how I was 20 years old. But I've matured enough to, to right. understand how to use this to my advantage. I under, yeah, whatever, Chubb. <laughs> I, I, I understand how to use this to my advantage. And I also understand, you know what? Hey, uh, we can go to this shop and they can be 50 shades of J up in here. And, and we go, you know, I might not be able to do the cartwheels like I used to because of my bad back, but we gonna make this work. And that's how, that's how you you communicate. You have to learn how to communicate with your other half. And that kind of rolls into 
uh, like I said, I, I like that these things were going together because as you see, you see Tony drinking the, uh, the water uh, that kind of rolls into what our other guest uh, was going to bring, was, was bringing up too, in a way, because it, it's, it, it goes about how well do you love that person? Or do you really love that person? Before we go into that, though, because we ain't talking about from a female perspective, right? So from a female perspective, right, I watched uh, my mom take care <clears throat> take care of my father. He ended up um, passing. He had uh, stage four colon cancer, right? So they were married 43 years, 43 years, and they took their vows. So with them, I got to see firsthand what the meaning of vows really meant. For better or for worse, like things happen, you know, my dad had high blood pressure. So that's one reason why I stay on moonwalk about his blood pressure. But um, there were things that happened, you know, they were older. My dad was 84 when he passed. He was 13 years older than my mom. And my mom was there through everything. And, you know, you start as an infant, as you age, you kind of become infantile again in your later years mm -hmm. for some people. And she was there through everything. So I remember my dad telling me and my sister when we were younger, you know, looks aren't everything. And for, you know, a man can can get what you have between your legs from anywhere. So mm -hmm. when you come to the table, you need to have something more than looks. You need to be able to have conversations. The person needs to be able to love you. When they don't like you, they need to be able to still love you. So I think, you know, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to walk away from anybody. So for me to walk away, and I've walked away twice before, but for me to walk away from somebody, it takes a whole lot. But I could say, finally, after seeing what it really means to give, you know, to put those vows to work, yeah, I'm not leaving unless the person don't want to be with me. That's the only way I would leave. We told Moonwalk put the chicken sandwiches down, so we got you. <clears throat> so real quick, before we go to the next topic, because uh, Nikki just brought up a strong point. I want to say we had this conversation a while back the men did on our side, me and Tony, we were talking about it one day because I was saying that if I get to the point in older age to where I can't physically, physically take care of myself anymore, you know, my bowel movements is all over the place. This and that, I want to be put in a home. Like, I don't, I don't feel like my spouse should, I don't want her to take on that burden, whether she wants to do it or not wants to stay with me. I don't want her to do that. I don't want her. I, I'd rather I go to the home and let you know the nurses and stuff that's that works there do that versus you do it. And then Tony was counteracting with that sort of what like what you were saying was like, you know, the the you know the spouse wouldn't let them go, they wouldn't do that, you know, they didn't want that. I said, and I and I get it, but it was like, of course, I could ask for that. Hey, let me do this, you know, because I want when I can't be a man for you anymore, I don't want you to see me at that point no more. I want the last image of 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 you have a me. I wanted to be as the man that you know you was married to or that you was with. Let me go and go to the you know basically go walk in the pasture until my time passed. But they were like you know like he was saying you know it's harder for that spouse to sign those that paperwork to let you go. Like hey, we got forty something plus years in. It ain't that easy. Right. You know? So you know uh, I think you know you have to take that into consideration as well in a relationship. You know you can't be. I don't, I guess the word would be selfish. I really don't want to use the word selfish, but it's my wish. And if they wouldn't grant it to me, then I will understand why. But I still wouldn't want to put you in that situation. I wanted to address uh, something that Tony said, you know, 
on the other end, when it's not sickness, when you decide to take a vow and things are not going right in the relationship or whatever, you know, so many times, even, you know, when you think about your grandparents and your great aunts and things like that, they, they didn't give up just that easy. And so for me, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I can't speak for anyone else. I was in a marriage for eight years and it goes back to you actually liking that person. I liked him, but didn't realize that he didn't like me. And so when I really found out that he didn't like me, I, you know, I was like, okay, well, we'll get a divorce. And so he said no. And it was mainly because he stayed afloat with me. He got kicked out the military. And I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking, it's not necessarily that I thought I was going to change him, but I'm like, Jesus gave me a chance. So I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to see if things are going to work out. I took my vows. I stood before God. I said my vows before God. Even though this, this man is like this, he don't want to get a divorce and he keeps cheating. Okay. When God tells me that, you know, it's, it's done, I'm going to leave. And I think that so many times we do do things prematurely. I'm not telling anybody to stay there and be mistreated, but it just wasn't my time to leave at that time. I wanted to leave because I wasn't being, I did not have my, my knees met, you know, and it, and it got to the point that I really didn't even want to have sex with him, you know, cause I'm just like, it's not all about, you know, sex or whatever, or looks or whatever, but it goes back to when we was on the call the last time you have to do something in order for me to even want that. How am I feel special? How am I feel that you, you feel anything, you know? And so I, I stated that once this marriage was over, I would never be with someone that I'm not truly friends with. I'm not connecting. I'm not having fun. It's just some things that, you know, I think that I had to go through that because I'm breaking that generational curse. And people don't understand that a lot of times when you go through things that you've gone through, it's because you have generational curses. It's things that, and you look back and your mom and your grandmother went through things like that. And you're just like, okay, I'm breaking this. I'm not going to continue to, because I saw a pattern mm -hmm. that my mom was doing. I was doing the exact same thing. So I'm just like, oh no. So I refuse. I'm not going to stay in a marriage again for eight years. And, and we told each other, I don't like you. I don't like you either. You know, I loved them. But I, I truly, really did not like him. And, you know, it would break my heart because I would go to him and try to talk to him about things. And he was like, well, why would I come to you and talk to you about anything? And, and we're not even friends. That I mean, that crushed me. And right. But it made sense. It made sense. But I think that I, I feel like everything happens for a reason. I think that I truly, truly had to go through something in order for me to see. I didn't have my dad there. You know, my mom, you know, she didn't show me the, the type of woman that I needed to be. You know, she didn't show me, like, don't accept this from a man. Like I said before on the call, I had brothers. And my brothers, they didn't play. You know, they showed me how, like, yeah, you don't take anything from men. You know, you can have this one. No, that's not me. I don't want that. And, you know, when you, you, you're lacking those things like that, it causes you to be something else. And I'm just like, no, I, I'm cutting that off right now. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I said that the next person that I truly, I'm going to be friends. We're going to have fun. We're going to laugh and joke and, you know, be able to experience things. And that's something I did not have in my in my last marriage. Can I say this? And we can move on. Um, I believe in therapy. Um, mm -hmm. oh, me and my wife go to therapy every single week. Not because something is wrong. Um, our last therapy session, the the, the therapist was like, hey, what you, what you want to unpack today? And he didn't have an answer. 
we because it, it, the therapy for us is to recognize certain things that both need to work, right? And so at that particular session, we didn't have anything to tell tell the therapist. And that was a good thing because things that we were working on, we we were doing it. We were doing those those and, and putting in the and putting in the work. Um, I don't believe you should go to therapy after something happens. Right. Constant, constant therapy because it goes back to that person changing. I change every year. She changed every year. So now what what is it that you liked last year that you don't like this year? Now I, I need to figure out. You know, um, um like that. So I I believe in therapy, um, constant therapy, um, because it has helped and pushed me and I yield the floor to whoever. So uh I just wanted to start out say before we switch over to our next uh topic, uh Farrah don't be making fun of our brother's ailment like that. Uh, that, that is not <laughs> is not kind of you to make fun of our brother's ailment like that. You will love him uh, whether he has hair or he doesn't. Um, but I, 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 it's, a it's a condition. Yes, we, we have all noticed this and I like to say to my bald brothers, it's okay. We stand in solidarity. Um, so, I'll appreciate Thank you guys. Thank you for that, that first session. Uh, and we have uh, another guest on that wants to, uh, these are some dope conversations, really. Uh, we have another guest on that, 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 uh, I got my water. I got my juice ready. I'm ready to hear this because I, I got some. I've been taking notes, and uh, I, 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 I just want to. Uh, the floor is yours, Winter. So, what? Uh, well, so basically, she out a notepad. I'm leaving. I, I, I do. I have it right here. I do. Because earlier this week, I had someone give me a call, and um. You know, they were a little upset about she found out her husband was cheating and he begged her to stay and she stayed. But now he's not following through with the things that he told her he would do to stay. So that brings us to that question of are you really sorry or are you just sorry that you got caught? Because I feel like if you're sorry, you're going to do whatever is needed to make this work. Mm, mm, mm. You sorry that you got caught. I'm going to do it a little while and I'm going to be back to my shenanigans. So we, I, I call it, it's the period of putting in the work. And I need people to understand, well, it's male or female. When you ask your partner to stay, you definitely have to put in that work. Whatever that long laundry list of things that it was that they asked you to do to make them stay, you have to adhere to that list because this is what they're now telling you. This is what's going to cause me to stay. And if you can't do these things, then I need to go ahead about my way. So basically, she's upset and she's hurt that she chose to stay in her marriage. And now he's not fulfilling the things that he said he would fulfill. And now she's at a point where she's saying he doesn't want to put in the work. 
put in the freaking work because that's what you got to do. And I don't know what that looked like. The per the offendee, you do not get to tell your your the person you hurt how it's gonna look. You don't get to do that. They have to tell you what it looks like to make them feel better. You have to fit it to their needs. You can't talk to me harsh because I'm not gonna respond to you talking to me harsh. I, you know, it's just like you have to adhere to their list and within reason. Now, I'm not gonna ask you to go jump off of the house every Friday evening and you know hurt yourself. But at the end of the day whatever that looks like, you have to adhere to that. And I'm talking to you and I'm open with you telling you, these are the things I need from you to rebuild this trust, to rebuild our relationship. And then you don't get to tell me how long it's going to take for me to do that. Absolutely. So these are things I need people to take into consideration. So are you really sorry or you just sorry you got caught? Sorry you got caught still out in the streets. So Kevin, so, wrong question again, right? But it's two. It's, it's a couple schools of thought on. So my schools of thought is this: a lot of times we'll say, "Oh, well, the person said they were sorry, and then two weeks later it was back door what they said they were gonna do, and they were they were just sorry that they got caught." It's easy to say that and 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 to to label with somebody that. But you said key phrase. You said put in the work, right? And so when you say put in the work, that means you have to be building towards a goal. Or you have to be uh, repairing something that is broken, right? So mm -hmm. in order to do that, you have to know exactly what is broken. You have to know what is the cause for this thing that you're doing that's now breaking your relationship. And so what a lot of people don't do is we'll get stuck in the infraction of you were unfaithful. You broke your vows, cheated, whatever. You know, you, we get stuck in that place because that's a significant place to be in. However... What if the reason why this person did it is because of something that happened to them in their childhood and they don't understand how monogamy is supposed to work in a relationship? Or that you know they don't know what commitment really looks like, or many different other things. So I would say in order to truly begin putting in the work, you gotta know what's broken so you know what to fix. If I want to have a full-up chest, right? And people just keep telling me to go to the gym. So my issue is I got a, I got a, a, a chicken chest and I hate it. So I go to the gym and I do squats every day. Is my chest going to get swole? No, I'm putting in work, but I ain't working on the thing that I want. So you have to identify what is the thing that, what is what is the problem and then what's going to fix it and then work towards that. So I think that you could be sorry. You could truly be sorry. But if you don't, if you have not fixed what caused you to do that in the first place, are you really going to be able to make a, a behavioral change that's going to be sustainable? I don't think so. So that's my point of view on it. Absolutely. So, so uh, I, I think I'm on the other end because I've been on the receiving end of this. Um, and my thing is, it has to be changed behavior somewhere. Um, if 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 you get caught cheating, if you get caught cheating, and here's my thing. What I found out about it, if you didn't get caught, were you going to come out and say something if you didn't get caught? Or is it the fact that you got caught that now all of a sudden you want to say something? So if I say, so prime example, you're going out to the club. And I think myself and Tony and my line brother have had this conversation before. You're, you've been going out to the club every Friday, this, this, and this. Well, from now on, we going out to the club. 
says there's a problem. You can't tell me how to feel about anything that has happened, transpired, because you did it. Like, I could understand if we did it, but you did it. So the, that's my thing that you, you try. And I've been in that situation to where my ex has gotten caught and I got put on punishment. Like, right. because I want you to check in. You have to check in with me. Now, all of a sudden, you want me to check in with you because you have to do it. Well, I wasn't the one that did the problem. So so one of the things that, that uh, you know, we were talking about is – uh, I think one of our uh, brothers was saying he had he had did some infidelity a while back, and then his punishment was that he had to check in to with his wife every day. This is where I'm getting ready to go. This is where I'm getting ready to go. Till eventually, she said, "Why are you doing this?" At that point, he knew that she had healed from whatever it was, and he had regained back that trust. Well, the problem is. When you and you can tell, like I said, it's chain is is it's a it's an action. It's a changed action. When you don't have that changed action, you're still doing the same thing. You're just going to do it a different way. And mm -hmm. I kind of apply that to how my daughter. You know, I tell my daughter that she can't be on the phone. What she does, she goes and gets the tablet and gets a number on the phone on on the tablet and talks that way. Well, she's not doing it on the phone, but she's doing it in another way. So, and you're right, it could be another problem that's causing it. But until we figure out what that problem is that's causing it, you need to uphold your end of the bargain. Whether that be, whether that be, hey, I can't go hang out with Tony no more. I can't, I can't do certain things uh, that, 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 that require me to be supervised uh, out in this. I might not be able to go out every Friday. I might have to stay in and sit my butt down because evidently I haven't proven that I'm responsible enough when I'm out by myself. So uh, one of the things I learned in therapy is that you cannot tell somebody how to heal from hurt. Amen. Like you can't, I can't make you heal the way I want you to heal. Like, Tony could talk about my mother right now. And I'd be like, all right, whatever. The next day, we perfectly fine. Now, I can talk about Tony's mom and he could break down and not talk to me for three months. That's that man's way of, of healing from that. He might have it might be something deeper rooted that he needs to heal from versus what I would do. So I can't compare how I get over something versus how he gets over something. And the fact is, if I love you and I if I'm begging you to stay uh, I, sometimes and here's the thing. Sometimes. We are in a relationship for comfort. We're not in there for love. We're in there for comfort and we're in there for the fact of it might be something like, prime example, it might just look good. Right. It, 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 it's not good for you, but it just look good. You might, you want that appearance. So I wanted that appearance of a family so much that I was willing to live through death threats to, to uphold that appearance. I was going to jail. I, I was willing to go to jail every other month just to uphold that appearance of having a family. And that was mentally wrong with me right there. So it wasn't until I was like, yo, enough is enough. And this is what's going to happen. And we just talked about this. It's going to be pretty soon to where um, that woman says, hey, or that man says, hey, I've had enough. I'm out. Mm -hmm. Or 
when the, it's no fun when the rabbit got the gun. And, and this is what I tell you know, I, I say this all the time. Look, I, I am petty. I'm quite sure everybody knows this, but my level of pettiness cannot match that of a woman's. Like, she will do the nastiest thing on tape with somebody in order to pay you back. And when that happens, you will be in the fetal position, position crying to your homeboys with Luther Vandross in the background. No, 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 no. Not home. Tony, so, hit the cry. How, yeah, how you gonna be, Tony? Hit the cry, Tony. <laughs> hit the cry, Tony. How you gonna be? <laughs> That's the cry right there, bub. So, so it, it, it's one of those ones to where, and, and here's where I say it's both parties. And at one point, whether male or female, you have to wake up too and say, look, I gave you that chance. You ruined it. Now I have to show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. Because some people just don't believe shit stinks. Now, I'm not saying that that ends up in divorce. It might end up in separation. It might end up in, hey, listen, if you don't get your act together, it's over with, period. And, you know, like, I, you know, I, I try to explain to people about divorces. Yo, it, my lawyer, their job is to make you look as much as a shitbag as possible when we go to court. And if you're giving them all that ammo, by all means, you're setting yourself up for failure. I would rather be friends than than be enemies at each other. Like Tony said, I have he has a relationship with his ex. I would rather be friends than than be because it's going to get to the point to where that person hates your guts. And it's no recovering from that. And then you're going to wish that you treated that person a lot better right. versus how you treated them like shit now. I was gonna say it, that it, it, like yeah, I was all up in my my past relationship, which is so crazy, and you know it, it got to the point that I hated him. Like I would say, if he was on fire on the side of the road, that I would need. Like, if this is the puddle right here, I will go around it. You know, and that's just not me. I'm I, I'm not that type of person. But you don't understand. Like this dude cheated right like i was with him at his lowest point he he got kicked out the military you know later on i found out yeah he he married me to stay afloat but you know what i still stay you know i still did the wife duty i stay this dude would not work you know for three years he didn't work but i still stay there and and i pay the bills and everything i deploy you got a sister Whatever. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, because I took my vows so serious. Like I stood before God and I, I, I said that I will stay through this, this and then and, you know, everything, you know, and, and I took him so serious. And so it's just like whenever he cheated, I heard those words, please forgive me. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I promise I'm not going to do it again. But then it's like when it, it went for maybe a couple weeks, oh, you got this laundry list that you want me to do. But I'm like, you cheated. I didn't. I stayed here. I was here, you know. And it's just like the military was all that this dude knew. And so he was just so devastated. And, you know, he had mental issues and all that stuff like that. But guess what? I still stayed. I would go to work and come home, and he was still in the same spot he was in, you know, when I, I left. But I still stayed, you know. And it's just like, when I, I got enough, when we went to Jamaica, 
and he treated me so horrible. Like, as beautiful as Jamaica was, the resort was amazing. And I found out he was cheating because he was he was a contractor in Africa. And so found out, you know, right before we went to Jamaica together, he was with someone else. And I'm just like, okay, I'm done. And then, you know, when, when I filed for divorce, it was more so like, oh, please. No. No, no we're good. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. Hey, so so I'm gonna finish a story. They went to Secrets in Jamaica, right? And it was a swingers party. And, and, and this is where she met Dexter St. John. Boy, this was stupid. Then go get this man some help. But I must say, I, I totally understand, but I, I don't when it comes to these things, I just feel like they some people think that when you say okay i'll stay that it magically oh well she's staying so i'm i'm in the clear no you're not so i'll chime in on that right so i feel like we have to take into consideration a a couple different things right so we don't know if this is the first time that the person has begged somebody to stay or not and i feel like i kind of relate relationships to like how we deal with our kids right you know, you tell your kid, hey, you do this, I'm going to whoop you. Hey, you do this, I'm going to whoop you. But, well, what are idle threats? If you don't ever follow through with what you say, that kid ain't going to listen. No different with an adult. Okay, if you can't That's get your true. stuff together, I'm going to leave. Okay, well, baby, I'm sorry. I'm going to do a little bit. Oh, I see you still here. Okay, let me tiptoe backwards. I'm going to come true. back. Baby, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm still, you still here. So I feel like after a while of like moving forward and then going backwards and moving forward, going back, like a dude and a female both can lose respect. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, and I know for me, having been married twice before, the first time was good intentions because I had a son, but the wrong reason. I wasn't in love with the person that I was married to. So I know for me, when I brought up divorce in my second marriage, I had already thought everything through. I tried everything I possibly could to stay married. And I was like, look, if you can't do X, Y, and Z, you can't cut this person off. There's no reason for me to stay here. I'm not going to compete with your friend and I'm your wife. I refuse. So if you can't cut ties, I'm done. And you shouldn't have to. And they made that decision to not cut ties and would rather keep the friendship than the spouse. I was like, okay, cool. And I filed for divorce. Were they doing the friend? Were they what? Doing the friend? Were they doing the friend? I, well, I was told just no. A friend. They, they was, say, say she's just a friend, but it wasn't just a friend. Say he's just a friend. This, this my, this say my. he's just a friend. Oh, baby. But you have to, I mean, it's, it's a lot that goes into yeah. that, though, because you have to think about the impact. Like, say if you have kids. If you don't have kids, it's different. But say you got kids, and your kids are seeing what's happening. Kids know, and I feel mm-hmm. like as a female, right? Um, and I've had other friends in, in different type of relationships. Like I had a friend that was in a, a situation, she was in a marriage where domestic violence was taking place, you know, and she would tell me about it. And I'm telling her, I'm like, yo, you got three boys and you got a daughter. What are you, what are you teaching them? Because it came to uh, a situation where she called me. She let me know that there was an altercation that happened at her house. I came around there, you know, to try to help defuse the situation. And the police were called and I and I had the police ask her son, her baby son, have you ever seen your father hit your mother? And he um, said, no. 
knowing he's seen his dad haul off and hit his mom and he's seen vice versa. But the fact that her son lied to the police and I told her, I said, look, I'm going to tell you something. You're teaching your kids the wrong thing. You're teaching your sons it's okay to beat women and you're teaching your daughter it's okay to hit on men and to be beaten. So you're, God forbid if your kids, you know, end up with somebody that thinks like me, right? You're going to be burying your son. Mm-hmm. Or you could potentially be burying your daughter. So for people to think, oh, you know, well, kids don't know what happened. Kids are not stupid. Kids see stuff. Not at all. But at the so same many people time, stay with kids, stay with their spouses because they because of kids. Yeah, and I, know, I tried to do that. I thought about. I was like, I could just stay. You know, I could stay for the sake of my. No, I refuse to raise my kids in dysfunction. The first eleven years of my life were dysfunctional. I was raised by my babysitter and not my mother or my father. I refuse to have that happen. Truth be told, if you want the real tea, go to the kids. Kids gonna get the whole tea. Oh yeah, you know, a piece of candy, some and a soda, and some, a bag of chips. They finna tell they you everything. everything. I will. You know, you. my my daughter, my daughter told um, some people that came over to the house. It was like my mommy and daddy don't need to be together because my daddy say mean things to my mama. Like, and Zoe was smaller than what she is now. She was like four or five, and so just hearing those words, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. what am I teaching her? So, so I want to put something out that God put on my heart, right? (laughs) So, so if you, so if you was raised in the South or or below the Mason-Dixon line, you got one of them black cast iron, the the, the ones that that, they got the little seasoning in it, the the big pans. Just, just God laid on my heart that you just take that pan and you go upside said person's head a couple of times. You ain't gotta have this problem. Like that's the problem. See, 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 my grandmother stabbed my grandfather. They've been together for 35 years. So evidently they they are on to something and, and he learned not to do it again. See, th- the problem is this is the problem. This is the problem with, with some relationships. The problem is that there's no consequence for it. For, for for what's happening. So I'm going to go sleep with this person. I'm going to go sleep with this person. Um and there's no consequence for it. If if I if I get caught up and I beg her, so it's just like you having a kid. Like your kid knows, like my kids know how to press my buttons to get what they want. So the same exact thing. So I, I tell people this all the time. Uh there are two types of men. Men know how to heal you and they know how to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So depending on the one that you have, it's just like a blood, a shark smelling blood in the water. I know what, what you want. So if I can, hey, babe, you know, I'll do these nice things for you and this, this and this. And you take me back or you think, oh, I'm doing changed behavior. But when you're not around, I'm sneaking out. When you're, I, I got, I got women still jumping in my DMs or this, this, and this. I, I tell people all the time, you're faithful on your timeline, but you're cheating in your inbox. So, so it's because you can see certain things, you know, on on the on the the, the outside, but you don't see what's going on in the inside. And if that person is saying, "Hey, like, take me back," and you take them back, and I've evidently they're acting up again. 
Now it's time to show them that you mean business. Now, like I said, what that that showing means, hey, you might you might want to go upside the head a couple times. Might might want to uh uh do the body one in the head. Wait till they sleep. Like, hey man, cut the hair off, cut the mustache off, eyebrows, do do something. But you would learn. I promise you, if I woke up and I had no eyebrows, <laughs> hey, of course it's gonna grow back, but it's gonna be some questions asked. Hey, bro, why you got no eyebrows? Like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be some questions asked. Hey, man, listen, sell, hey, listen, sell the PS Five. Look, look, I, look, I will buy it. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, listen, you look. Back in our day, back in our day, if we messed around, guess what we got? We got sugar. In our, in our, in our, in our, what's the name? In our gas tanks. And some of y'all that did it. Look, 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 you got sugar in the gas tank. You know why? You know, because you got to pay for that. Like, you got to fix that. And I, I guarantee you, uh, we don't recognize just, okay, Nikki, you're going to take me back. Oh, thank you so much. But we recognize that consequence. Say, hey, look, last time I cheated, I had to pay $800. Like I had to do A, B, and C. Uh, make them pay for counseling, because some of them, and this is the crazy part, some of them just go to counseling to appease you. And and and, and winners, uh, counselor, right? Correct. I'm sorry. And you're a counselor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I go to winner, and I just tell winner certain things. She can't diagnose what's going on because I'm just giving her like the the stuff that I'm just going to play. So it's not until, and this is what I'm saying. If you're real about it and you're trying to get help, you'll bear all. You'll bear all, and you'll know what uh, the Bible says that um, a pig, you know, goes back to his wallet and it gets sick, and it's vomit, and it, it goes, it goes right back again, and it eats it up because it doesn't know any difference. But the problem is, we know different. So if this thing got me sick. And I went right back to it and got sick again. Evidently, I wanted to get sick mm-hmm. because there's no repercussions of it. So I'm just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And I might have a problem, but however, I'm not. It's just like a domestic violence problem. I can't keep going upside your head until I seek help. And you say, "Oh, he's going to change eventually." No, it's going to keep. It's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think some people enable. I don't, want to, I don't want to say it wrong. You don't, don't be an enabler for the person to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if, if you realize that, hey, look, this person is asking to stay, but they're now trending two, three, how many times they keep doing the same thing. And maybe just you, you, you doing right ain't in you. You know what I mean? So at some point, you have to be like, hey, look, my, my line has been crossed. My, you have pushed me past my limit. And, and now you got to take the step to leave. Um, because every relationship is not going to last. Every marriage is not going to last. Until death Sometimes people, they part themselves. And it's just, you know, as my old son major used to say, some people ride themselves off the range. You're going to do something stupid that's going to disqualify you from the benefit of me being with you for the rest of your life. I got to go. So um, whether they really sorry or they broken and they don't know how to fix themselves, there's only so many times you can slap me in the face before I say, you know what? Not only am I keeping my guard up, I'm just going to walk away from you so you can't hit me no more. I mean, and I'm not saying that in a domestic violence, but I'm just using that as a metaphor. Some, you you can only allow something to happen to you 
so many times before you have to decide, I'm not going to participate in this any longer because I know what the result is going to be. Well, to the, I want to go back to what I'm sorry. Go ahead. So to her point, which was she originally said that, you know, somebody did something and then they did it again, like boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. You know, somebody got caught cheating. It is what it is. Maybe you get some get back. Maybe you don't. You're going about your business. When you marry. Right. My thing is, if you marry, you get caught cheating. Then you get caught cheating again. At that point, one, you don't respect me. Two, that part. What the fuck are we gonna keep doing this for? Because if I go get get back, then we just two people fucking somebody else when we're supposed to be married. What's the point? What's the point of us having a marriage if we're sleeping with other people in order to be happy within a minute? Come on, man. And then on the top of that, prime example. The dude not now see on that flip in what she was talking about earlier as far as him shooting the But if if I know I'm not here, I'm out here and I'm not doing anything, I'm being faithful, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm in love with you, and then okay, you didn't cheat it once. You might get a pass. You might, depending on how I feel. Do it again. Somebody might end up, you never like like we just said, I might consider that being my worst. I'm like Tony said earlier, I might consider that being my worst. At this point, my marriage, this is my worst. Here I am doing everything I gotta do in order to take care of a household. And you think it's cool, just get somebody else my cookies. I might blow this whole bitch up. Real fucking talk. Like, so you never know. I might get a hey, hey stop looking at me like that. Hey B, come on, B. We get money in Harlem, B. It is what it is. I'm just using this as an example. I'm just, but I'm just saying though, you people, and that's why I keep I tell people that I tell I used to tell my young soldiers all the time. You never know how a man or a female feel about their significant other. You can't measure what they will do. Put in a situation just like a snake. When you back a snake into a corner or a snake mm-hmm. got its back against the wall, when it strikes, whether it's a black mamba or a garden snake, it's going to bite. Now, depending on if that bite kills you or not, or whether you survive, depends on the snake. But you might not never know what type of snake you're dealing with till you put that snake in that corner. So you could be, I could be appear as a garden snake when you first meet me and become a black mumbo over the next three years because now I got time invested in you. We moved in with each other, got kids together, we got houses together, we got cars together, we got in-ground swimming pools and everything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop it, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> so you might not, if I got time and money invested, it can come from being a garden snake to a black mumbo real quick. Right. So now when you put my back against the wall, but for you to repeatedly do that, it's just, dis- for one, it's disrespectful. You And then you can't fault nobody. But for you to sit there and like, oh, I'm not going to do it again, I'm not going to do it again, and then you do it again, that's like, it's like, that's the ultimate sign of disrespect. How does that person regain that trust back for you at that point? Right. How do they get that trust back? You, it's real, and even if you got that laundry list of stuff. You never know. You could be doing something, checking the block, checking the block, checking the block, and then you do something that re-triggers it to send me right back. Mm-hmm. And now we're right back at square root one, and that process starts all over again. You never know. I am so glad you said that because, like I said, the person that I was talking to this past week, I don't think her husband quite understands how something that may have happened two or three years ago, and they, they bring it up or something happens or it reminds her of that. It's almost like they're right back where they were because you now have put me back in that same space I was however long ago. So 
they're like, oh, well, you never forgave me from two or three years ago. It doesn't matter. You you should be that cautious because you asked this person to stay. You should be that cautious to make sure you never put them in that space again, make sure they never feel in that again. I mean, and it even goes to something as simple as you don't even get to joke about even going to cheat. Cause you know how you like, you laughing. I tell Alice all the time, I'm about to call the 1-800 number and I pick with him. I just, you just messing with him. I was like, okay, go on over there. I'm about to call this 1-800 number. And you don't get to joke with me like that no more though. Right. You don't even, that's simple. And we used to, it used to be a joke, but it's not a joke anymore because now you've actually gone as far as to cheat. You say that to me, I'm going to believe you. It's not funny to me no more. So I just, I wish, like, are you really sorry? Because you would stop hurting me. These are things that are hurting me. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a book. You, all you do is read it and it tells you exactly what you're doing that's going to hurt me. And I feel like each time someone still chooses to do those things, it's because you have no respect for me. And I don't even like what Jay said. It could be that you don't even realize that you are doing it because you don't even know what love looks like. You don't know what having a healthy relationship is. You don't know. Uh, you never see that in your own home. You know, as far as like uh, Nicole saying, you know, she saw what it looked like to be taken care of. Your 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 the love between your mom and your dad. They've never never even seen that that in their life, so they don't even know. Okay, I can't do these things. This is not how this works, and they really truly believe. Oh, well, she stayed, so I'm here and I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't have to put in the work because you're here. No, you got to put in work. So I think we use that sometimes. I think we use that as an excuse, though. Like, I think we, mm -hmm. use, oh, I, I didn't see this growing up or I didn't see that growing up or I don't know what this is. Or, I don't know what that, but I feel like if you look at it like, you know, the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. Absolutely. Like, okay, if she go out there and do the same exact thing he did, hell no. I'm sure it probably is not. Okay. You no, know, and he'd be ready to put hands or whatever. But I, and I think that people, oh, well, I didn't see this. I didn't see that growing up. Okay, well, if we went based off of environments, technically, I probably should have been on drugs. I should have multiple kids. I should have been in and out of jail if I use that. But I looked at the things that I saw earlier in my life to be like, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have a kid by somebody and I don't know who the father is. Like, I just decided that I was going to make better decisions. So for people to, you know, to be like that, it's just, I, I respect the person enough to be like, hey, this ain't working and let me go. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's why I feel like relationships should be based off of friends. And I think the thing that hurt me the most, like in any relationship I've been in, is the person not respecting me enough to be honest. Like you could tell the person you cheating with all about me or make up stuff about me, but you can't tell me the person you right. take vows with. Like, why do I have to be a person looking like boo-boo the fool? That's the part for me. So like like uh Cheryl was saying, you never know how a person's gonna be. Everybody know me to be so meek and mild mannered and all that. But when you take me to Nikki, not Nicole, but Nikki, oh, I'm plotting your death and everything. Right. And that saved people was the fact that I got a top secret security clearance with an SCI. Right. Cause I'm, I'm gonna put you on a, 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 a national monument or something. They're not gonna dig it up to, to get you out of it. Like, yeah, this is where we go with it. So I feel like I'll, if, I'll we, if this, they guys. get to a point where they're ready to put hands on, it's time to walk away. And that was so always we, my thing. If I'm ready to put my hands on you, it's time for me to walk away. Because I thought about the cast iron skillet. And I realized I can't go to jail. My my kids can't be without two parents. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll say this, though, going on that. I agree with everything that y'all are saying. Um, I will go. I'll play. The, I'll play. Uh, I'm not going to play devil's advocate. I will say this. Uh, when you have to put the work in 
just like um, um, Dr. Winter said, we're putting the work in does not, it's not fun, first of all. Um, you have to put away your real friends. Your real friends will have to understand, like, hey, guys, I can't mm-hmm. do game with you because I got to, I got to, I got to give her this time that she needs and, and all those, um, all those different things. And you have, you have to, you have to do the work. It sucks to do, do that part, but you put yourself in a predicament. And then you have to learn from your mistake. You got to know what your vice is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everybody has a different vice. Smoking might not be my vice. You, you know what I mean? Like, you know, drinking might not be my vice, but women might be my vice. And if, if women are my vice and I'm trying to stay in a committed relationship, take your hot pots back to the house and stop doing stupid stuff when you see, because I, I believe in this and I and I say this because we had this conversation um, before. <laughs> the the scriptures say that God will not test you above your ability. Above your ability. Meaning that he has already provided a way of escape. And I'll tell you something about me early in my years, right? Early, probably 1920. <laughs> know what I'm about to go do wrong. Know what I'm about to go do wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm, hey, I'm a, in my head, I'm about to get this thing. Ah! You know what I mean? Like, I know it. Somebody called me to pray for them. Messed my whole mood up. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was, but I, I say that because he will always provide a way of escape. I'm not saying that you can't be tempted. Let's be real, guys. The man that you got or the woman you got ain't the only beautiful person in the world. Let's 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 be transparent, let's be real. But when you're committed and you want to do right, you'll move away. I I talk to my wife all the time about me um um defending me, um defending her in the DMs. People be in the DMs like, Mm-mm-mm. see, I told you I curved him. Look, look how I curved him. You know what I mean? So, so because you have to do that because I have to wait. I have to wait what the outcome is if I if infidelity comes in there. I have to wait. Um, just like Kenya said, she said her ex-husband held on to her because it would stay afloat. I'm not about to leave my wife and try to start over and learn another person all over again. Okay. Um, because I, I'm out here trying to be stupid, and 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 the thing about it is, you have to recognize that about yourself. You got to know what what makes you turn, and what and what stop. And then once you recognize it, you just have to fight for it because it's not going to be. I'm telling you right now, every woman and every man on this phone talking right now, somebody has been in your DM, and you and some of y'all in relationships, and they have been in your DM trying to trying to talk. Shut up, Tub. I know you like. <laughs> You know, so so you just don't want to say because Sarita there, she'll knock your head off. But uh those things happen. It's what's your response? You know, my pastor used to say, your response determines your future. Mm-hmm. That that's what you say. Your response determines your future. So when putting the work in, what I see putting the work in, if she's asking me to do something, then I gotta do it. And mm-hmm. then I do it to the point. Is that if that means sharing my location? If that means we're doing things together, I'm checking in and say, hey, babe, I made it. I made it to the, uh, I'm going to the studio. I made it to the studio. I'll call you when I'm about to leave or, or, or like that. Whatever it, it, it necessary to make her feel comfortable with me again, because I'm asking her to stay, then I will do that. I'm going to do that and then better myself um, um, from that. And I, And by no means, I'm not saying, in a relationship, you should stay and somebody putting your hands on you, you know, mm-hmm. um, or doing like that. But what I'm saying is, 
if you decide to take this person back. Know yourself too, because you need healing mm -hmm. um, by yourself. And I, I want to say that. Not with just your just with your significant other that you don't. You need healing by yourself. Because what that does is it tears down your self-esteem. It makes yeah. it makes uh -huh. you think about yourself. A am I not good enough? Am I not and, and, and that part he can't fix or she can't fix at the moment because now it's dealing with you and you got to get the help. So to even to even heal, you have to personally get help by yourself. And then and then get help together and then know what those triggers are. And hopefully he'll, he'll step up. But then I, I will say this. And if you don't have a group of friends that's going to cuss you off because you did something stupid, like that, then you're wrong. Because I'm telling you right now, everybody on this phone know if they do that, we in they act. You hear me? It was, it was like, no, you, bro, I don't play that, bro. I don't play that. And, and please don't try to use me as no alibi. We might have to fight. Bro, you know come on. Look, I ain't got no time for that, bro. I ain't no alibi, B. I ain't no alibi. Don't use my name. I'm going to tell you. My whole boy for 10 years. I said, man, why your wife don't never invite me over the house? I told Chubb and Jane and Kevin. I said, man, I ain't never got an invite for your wife. I know. Listen, I know, I love y'all both. He going to tell me, I told her, are you the reason why I cheated? You lying, summer gun. You, for 10 years, your wife been hating me. I don't even know. Watch you lying to her. Look, I'm gonna tell, look I'm gonna, this So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give all the males out there some tea right now, live on your Facebook camera, whatever you looking at this shit through. Listen here, let me tell you something. If we homeboys and you use me as an alibi that I don't have no idea about what's going on or what happened, I'm telling it. I'm thank you. So listen, I'm going to tell you right now, DMX said it best. I do my dirt, I buy my lonely. You best go do your business by yourself. Don't let me know shit. Because if you use me and I know about I'm telling out, oh, no, nah, he been fucking her, girl. Yeah, he been fucking her since about goddamn 89. He, uh, he got two kids on the other side of Riverside that you don't know nothing about. He got one baby mama car in your name. Yes, sir. I'm snitching. I'm telling all the shit. Don't so, use me as an alibi. I don't know nothing about it, bro. And then I get blindsided by your old lady at Walmart bro. trying to avocados. And I've said this before. It's so many people that hate me because they think that I know something. I really don't. like, And that's why I like about the, the group of guys that we have uh, because not only do we have our personal conversations amongst each other, but you, we hold each other accountable for for what they're doing, and, and we have these conversations. We don't need to have them publicly. Which every see the, the problem is people want to hear stuff publicly too much. Mm -hmm. No, we don't need to have them publicly. Like I can call Tony and and or or Nerva or Arminius, and and we have conversational moonwalk, and we just have conversation. Uh, Nikki will tell you, we talk daily, like uh, a majority of us talk daily. Um, and we be having some dope conversations like that's what you need to have around yourself. You need to have somebody that's going to hold you accountable for what you're doing or where you're going. But the problem is, here's the problem. A lot of times people are like, yeah, I don't I knew about it, but I didn't want to get into it. Nah, 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 nah. Because if this is, I, I'm sorry, but if I see Nikki, if I see Sharita, if I see Mrs. Lassiter, if I see uh, Janine out there, I'm snitching. I'm snitching. Why? Because these are my homeboys. Like, I can't just turn the blind eye and be like, ah, nah, no, 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 no. I'm snitching. Hey. 
Hey, Jay, I don't mean to interrupt you, Jay, but I'm here to tell you that it's true. My wife went to the March on Washington. Bro. FaceTime. He was like, I don't know this dude. Is this dude? He was like, what? I don't like him. But it was was family. So the dude was family. But he was like, "Mm -mm, who is this dude with your name? I don't don't like this. And he was like, I was not good, bro. But but here's one of the things that I would say. You got to be careful sometimes because sometimes people will throw dirt on your name to 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 make you an unreliable witness. So they'll be like, "Oh yeah, Jay did A, B, and C, or Tony did A, B, and C, and we didn't have no idea what was going on. We just happened to see them doing something they weren't supposed to be doing, and all of a sudden, or they'll put their indiscretions onto somebody else." Mm-hmm. They'll put their indiscretions onto somebody else and be like, oh, yeah, I seen Nerva doing this, this, and this, when really it was you doing this, this, and this. So when it pops up, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Kevin did this. And then when Kevin, when Kevin White was like, no, he was with me the whole night. Now all of a sudden it, it's, it's getting into detail. And, and, and here's the thing, and, and this is the, the, the thing that, that I, I, you know, I say for one, you when I say you got to be careful who your friends are, because some of your friends are trying to fuck your girl and your boy. Like that, mm-hmm. that they, they will smile up in your face. They will smile up in your face, and at the same time, they over there in the inbox trying to trying trying to get some. Um, three say everybody ain't your friend and everybody ain't your partner. But it ain't your friend either. That, there you go. So, and they gonna so, die. Everybody so, so, Omega so, chapter. So Omega. If you look at it. They just had one incident um, in 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 uh, Hampton Roads where the the guy caught him uh, on the Navy. Uh, they they he caught the dude with a wife and he blew him away. And there, there's nothing that you can say at that time. So you never know, and, and you never know the type, like like you said, the type of how people feel about their significant other. It could be just that moment that you think everything fair play and bam. Next thing you know, you at the pearly gates trying to figure out what the hell just happened because mm-hmm. somebody then snapped, or you're playing with her emotions to the point that she snaps and takes your ass out. And there's nothing that that a person can do because she. Might have gave you a chance and you don't know like like tony was saying that was god giving you a way out and you you turned around and ignored it and then next thing you know she stabbed you in your sleep because she she didn't went through your phone and found out that you still talking to old girl or he didn't went through your phone and found out that you talking to old boy i you know i i try not to bring organizations or anything into things but some people be close to you some mm-hmm. people be close to you and they'll smile and nod at you and all that stuff. Look, if you smiling and nodding at me and you trying to stab me in my back, I'm going to knock you out. Mm-hmm. Like there's no if, ands, or but you're going to find out why my line name is my line name. Cause I'm going to put these paws on you because at that point it's personal because that means you meant to do it. So when I understand that you meant to do it, now I'm going to come at you a whole different other way because that meant it wasn't an accident. It, it, it didn't. You didn't have a moment slip up. No, that meant that you really meant to do this. You don't respect me. You don't care about me. So now you're going to have to pay this price. And once again, like I said, it's all about a consequence. Here's the problem: people want to decide what the consequence is. Right. Yeah. Oh, the consequence is both. My my my, my Cause, issue cause is that me, people people try to, to pick, go ahead. Now I was gonna say the consequences for both of them. Because if he didn't take it, that means you spread your legs for him. So both of y'all, both of y'all gonna get dealt with. 
my issue my issue is that people try to use uh what they have been through uh what wasn't there is the reason to why they do the things that they do right. you know again i didn't have a, a father in my in my life i you know i didn't wasn't shown the right way or how to be a, a true woman but i knew that my conscience told me so you're not going to tell me that you don't know right from wrong. You know right from wrong, but you're just choosing to do something different. So the whole idea that, okay, well, somebody went through something, that is the reason why. I don't know if I can completely agree with that. Yeah, we all go through stuff, but if you, I could, I give you the first time. I will. I even give you a, a two, you know, a twice. I, I will give you that. Mm-hmm. But no, but seriously, but twice. you know, after that, like, come on, you can't just keep saying it. Like I know, I know in my in my situation, he wasn't sorry. He was sorry he got caught at that moment. Mm-hmm. And it goes to even with females, you know, we 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 might be close, uh, have a good relationship with the female, uh, as as supposedly sisters, and they do something. They mm-hmm. meant to do it. They meant to do mm-hmm. it. It's not because oh, well, I never experienced. They going to I I never I never experienced true sisterhood, or I never experienced true friendship, and I just didn't know how to. Act. No, you knew what you was doing. You knew what you were saying. You knew what you was doing. So it's no excuse on that. So I I, I agree with you, Kenya, and I'm gonna say this to an extent, and I say to an extent because so you think about it in this aspect. When you have someone that that's a racist, that's a learned behavior. They don't come out racist. Um, And they literally in their mind believe that they are superior to whatever other nationality that might be out there. They truly believe this. So when it comes to stuff like that, they truly believe I'm not wrong in this. I'm not wrong how I think. But there are people out here that truly believe that it's okay that they do certain things. And you're looking at them like, are you nuts? And they feel like they're in the right to an extent because that you're right. People know right from wrong. This, she knows that she's, but that, that, that your sisterhood, they know that they're wrong when they do these things, but she's never had a, a real friend. This is what we're supposed to do. This is what it is. I've never seen anybody be good to me. I've never been good to nobody. So it's almost like a natural thing. They do it and they don't even realize they're doing it until after it's done and we're calling them out on it. But they know the person. But then they do it again. But then they they but then they do it again. Right. And I just experienced that. I just seen somebody do this. I just seen and it's almost like it took me saying something and I called you out and I called you out in front of everybody. Yes, she did. Now all of a sudden, yeah, I'm wrong. No. So and here's the thing. Sometimes you need to do that. And, 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 and you know, I, I, that's why I say I like our conversations with the gentleman, because we we all talk like we. So if we get called out amongst each other, like we had some some call outs when we was in New York. However, we know that we're all brothers like hey, it's going to it's going to run off. But but here's a, here's the thing where I I understand in a way, like these guys have changed me like wholeheartedly. Like they have changed me. And I hope that I have put an impact on them to change them. But here's where I call BS for a lot of things. And and it doesn't for a man, you have to think about a lot of shit. First of all, when you are when you are sleeping around or going with somebody, you gotta go because you you ain't doing it at your house. 
You got you to go out. You got to pull your pants down. Or you got to get the room. You got you to pull your pants down. Like, you got to get it up. You got time to think and say, maybe I should not be doing this. And this is the same way where I view with a female. That means you got to sneak out. You got hey, you got to slide them panties to the side, or you got to wear a little skirt that's where you ain't going. You got to think about all these motions that you're going through. Some of them don't wear pants. Okay, you got to you got to make that decision not to wear panties. Like you got to know that you about to go out and do these things, and then on top of that, uh, you know, even for for my situation, I can speak on. You know, you hid the fact that you were talking to another guy, and when I picked up the phone and I was like, "Hey, this is her fiance," you was like, "Oh, we work together." So now, now that I've forgiven you, if I've forgiven you, now every dude that you work with, I got a question. Mm-hmm. You place yourself into that predicament to where I have to question every dude that call here to say, hey, what the hell going on? Who is this? I don't, oh, we work together. Yeah, you said that before. And mm-hmm. it's not my fault that you did it. You used that excuse. So it's just right. a prime example. If I call out from work and I say, my mom died. If I call off work and I say my mom died, well, I can't use that excuse no more. Like, like I can't, I can't call off work next week and be like, "Hey, my mom died." And like, did your mom just die? How many like, moms you got? Yeah, exactly. So now you can't use these excuses anymore. Now it's about holding you accountable. And some people just fear accountability. Some people, it's not the fact that, prime example, I grew up, hey, I didn't grow up with a million dollars, but I know how to get it. Like, I know what I need to do to go get this million dollars. So I know how to go and do this. I might not have grown up being uh, with a, a great dad at all. However, I know how to be a great father. Why? Because right. I know what to do with how I would like it. Mm-hmm. I knew how to treat my kids the way I wanted to be treated. So the same exact thing, you know, hey, listen, I know how to treat my girl the way that she's supposed to be treated. I might not have seen a good example of it. However, there's no fucking way that you can honestly say that. So like I said, I go back to my group. I see how how Tony treats his wife. I see how Nerva uh, treats his wife. I see how Arminius treats his uh, his future wife. There we go. I'm speaking that into existence. Uh, but I see these things. Thank you. Uh, but I see these things and I'm like, okay, this is an example that I can go by. This is an example that I can go by because I can see this. I see how truth treats, treats winner. So it, it, you can't say that you don't have examples with the follow. You just don't want to follow. Yeah. And it goes back to those friendships. It, it goes back to your girls. It goes back to your boys. Like you said, like you have to be rooted and grounded in a circle that's going to call you out. When I got divorced, I was, but wow, I was going crazy. And it took one of my friends to come to me like, what are you doing? Like, this is not true. Like that wasn't me, but it was just like, I was just so broken and I was just so like, I just was not there. And so it took my girls to, like, they came, dude was at my house and everything. And they came, it was like, what are you doing? And they stayed there, they would not leave. And I was just like, and, and I just broke down and started crying because I, I knew like, this wasn't me. 
but I had just got out of this eight year relationship, but it took my girls to really like be serious with me, not accepting my wrong and like laughing and joking and like, girl, I see you getting, no, it wasn't none of that. It's like, get yourself together because right. this isn't you. And so you need to be around people that's like that. You know, if you're going to be around people that's going to be uplifted, you're wrong. Guess what? Enablers. But when you burn those bridges, you got to be around the right people. But I can say for me, like for my life, it's been a combination of that and a combination of people who let you know when you're being selfish. Like people, and that's what the majority of, of the whole infidelity thing is really about selfishness. A lot of times when it's happening, somebody's doing it simply because they can. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not just talking about the repercussion part, busting people in the head. I'm saying that this thing is appealing to you. And, and a lot of times, like, perfect example, we all drive cars, right? We clearly see what the posted speed limit is on the highway, right? But sometimes you feel like driving that, and sometimes you want to go fast, right? And, and you have to be able to weigh the consequences of the situation, decide, am I going to put on cruise control and just ride down here on 65? Or am I going to put my foot on the gas pedal and go 90? You know, it's, and, and, and that's, it, at that same level of decision-making goes into making these selfish or unselfish decisions. But also, I can tell you when my wife is in the car next to me and she said, babe, you know the police be out here. I'm going to take my foot off the gas pedal. When I got my partners with me to say, hey, man, yo, um, why are you going so fast? I'm going to slow down. So having the right people around you is, is a key thing. But what happens when I'm by myself? There's a level of maturity that I have mm. where I say, you know what? I don't need the speed today. I'm good. I'm good going the speed I'm going. I ain't in no rush. I'm going to get there when I get there. You know what I mean? So if you take that same logic and you put it into the, the mishaps and misfalls of people having relationships, it really comes down to that individual. So, yeah, we can. It's easy to blame that. Per, you know, like me saying, oh, it's because I didn't have this, didn't have that. That's like when the police pull me over and they say, why are you speeding, sir? Well, it's a really fast car. Yeah, but you was driving it, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, you was in control of it. At some point, you had the ability to say, I'm not going to drive this speed. I'm not going to call this person. I'm not going to text this person. I'm not going over there. I'm not responding to this. Now, yeah, it's other factors that, that you know, trigger into your decision-making abilities or when that maturity turns on. But I'm proud to say, I'm happy to say that at this point in my life, I don't have those urges. I don't have that desire. I like that's not even appealing to me. Like this, this the way my mind works now. If a woman and this like never happens because I'm like king of the dad, but I don't nobody want me. But if a woman was to try and like get at me, my first thought is, what's crazy about you? Like what 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 crazy thing do you have in your head that I just don't want to deal with? Like seriously, like that's thought number thought number two is who just sent you over here to try to see who sent you? Who sent you? Who sent you? Like who, well, you must be sitting back watching that. I'm a happy guy and my family is good. And you figure, I bet I could get them. I bet you can't. Mm -hmm. And third, last thing is, I ain't got the time or the energy or desire to try to make two women happy at the same time. I ain't got it. I just, why? It ain't, I don't, I don't need to do it. And then last thing for me is, if I got to delete it, hide it, lie about it, cover it up, get an app to hide it, clear my phone, clear, I, I ain't trying to do it, man. Too much work, B. It's too much work, bro. Too I, much I work, that I come home 
and I can have my phone unlocked and I can leave it on the table and leave my computer open in my messenger and I don't care what she look and see in there because ain't nothing in there. Not because I believe I would it. trust you I, until you give me a reason not to trust you. I mean, but 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 that's that's a double edged sword when you say that because if you start looking for something, you're gonna find it even if you make it up. No, I will trust you until you give me. If you're giving me that reason not to trust you, then that's something else. But if you're not giving me no reason, I don't have no reason to look. But when you're giving me it, when you're giving me a reason to go through, and then at that point, I'm gonna have to question: Do I need to be with you if I got a if I got to question what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm a you know I'm a I'm a snitch on the man real right quick. I'm a snitch on the man. I'm gonna give you women a little nugget. I might have gave this nigga before. I'm gonna give it again because we on this topic. Listen, ladies, men want the same thing y'all want. We don't want to grow old and lonely by ourselves. You don't want to be no 45 year old man didn't go running around here with multiple women. The shit get tiresome. You reach a point in your life to where you man, this shit then got old. This shit ain't what it is. Um, it goes back to earlier, you know, you saying breaking those stereotypes, especially with your family. On my dad's side of family, look, that's what the men used to do back in the day. That's what they're going to do. They're going to get it in. Infidelity, whatever the case may be, whatever, they're getting it in. Okay? Browns is known. Browns is known why I'm running Robbins. Browns, them, them Kings, them, they out. Them Brookses, they out there. But it gets to a point where you sit in your life, you be like, I don't want that. At the end of the day, I want this. some point, this shit gets old. Settle down. I want an old lady. I can call my own. I want to come home to a wife and some kids. White picket fence, dog in the yard, fish tank, whatever the hell your vice is. We don't want that no more. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it takes us a little longer to get to that point than y'all do. But it goes back to, you know, when um, Jay was saying you see the right thing and you be like this and that. So even at a very young age, I still was single, you know. I have two friends, uh, Avery and Tanya Matthews, uh, brother, brother Lasseter to know them. And I've known them since 1997. Good people, great couple, been together for a long time. Even I'm older than them. I'm older than them. And I used to tell them all the time, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I aspire to be like y'all. What you mean, Brown? No, nah, man, you know, it's all good. No, no, because that's what I want. At some point, I want to get to that point. I had a good friend, um, Anthony Charles. He got married in Baltimore a couple of years back. Great friend, met him when I was working at the White House. Good dude. Pulled him to the side. He was like, B, we was chit-chatting, B. We done been through a lot. We done did, <laughs> we done did a lot of shit out here in the street. I said, bro, I'm proud of you. I said, let me tell you something. You rich. He looked at me. I said, nah, bro. You rich, bro. You got a wife, you got kids, you settling down, you find what you want, and you happy. You rich, bro. I said, you have something that most people can't get, and that's happiness, man. True happiness. You find the love of your life, y'all settling down. I said, you rich. I said, you might not understand what I'm saying, but one of these days, he hit me back maybe about a year and a half later. He said, hey, that conversation we had the weekend I got married. I remember what you said. And the next time I see you, we're going to have a face-to-face conversation because I don't want to talk about it over the phone. He's like, but the words that you told me that night, it carry weight. And I've held on to that. And we got to have a face-to-face conversation because it's not even worthy to speak about it over the phone. But bet, but bet when I see you, we're going to get some cigars. We're going to get us something to drink. And we're going to talk about that very point that you made that night. And so 
women have to realize that sometimes men want the same. We want the same thing. It might take us a little bit longer to get there. Our maturity level. Some of these guys maturity level ain't up to par. It takes them a little longer, but we want the same thing. We all trying to work to get to the same goal. But that friendship and that conversation is very key to find out which one it is that you want to be with. If you're in a committed relationship, whether you're married or not, then you shouldn't play around with that person. If you see that you got to a point to where, hey, this might not work, sit down and talk about it. Hey, we tried. Shake hands. Go separate ways. Do not drag my family's name in the mud. And I'm not going to drag your mama's name in the mud. I'm not. I'm not here to play games and go meet your parents and tell them I'm going to do all this and that. And then behind closed doors, I'm doing you dirty. That's not me. I'm not playing these games. If it don't work out, it don't work out. Let's go our separate ways. Ain't no ill will. I'm not going to tell nobody no bad shit about you. Hopefully you won't do the same to me. We tried. It didn't work. There, that's a difference in, oh, well, it ain't working. Let me go do my, my let me go out here in these streets and do my thug dizzle. Nah, man. At some point, you have to grow up and get over that type of shit. And going about your business, but like you said, it's too much work. Like it's too much work to be out in these streets. Shit was cool in your twenties. If you didn't hit thirty-five and you still doing it, hey, you might want to reevaluate your shit, bro. Right. I will say this too. I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, when those those options are out there, you have those people that know that you're in committed relationships. They know that you are dealing with someone. They still, like you said, uh, Nerva. The, you know, you know, I'm married. You're still in my inbox. You're not going to get a response. But this is my thing, too. For me, I have so many standards. So many standards. Like, I heard Jay earlier say, you know, how Alex treats me. It's a requirement. You have no choice but to treat me well. And the moment you, you, you're not treating me well, guess what? I got my shit together. I'm moving on. You ain't got no choice. So that's just how that works for me. And I'm not saying because and I had someone tell me the other day, I said, Alex, you'll pick the worst shirt sometimes for me to iron in the morning. And they said, you iron your husband clothes. You damn right. I iron his clothes. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? I treat this man like he's a king. He treats me like I'm a queen. Whatever it is he needs me to do, I'm going to do it. As long as he's treating me how I should be treated. But I just feel like sometimes people see things and they're like, oh, I want that too. I don't care that I'm taking it from, from, from somebody's, but my requirements may not be how he treats you. He might treat you so different. I don't know. But yeah, I, it's certain things like our standards have to be up as far as like women. Um, I would never um, go into someone inbox knowing they're in a relationship with one of my sores. I like everybody's not like that. That's true. So, I yeah. literally had a woman block me off Facebook because I said that she shouldn't be in a married man's inbox. But neither here nor there. Oh, Jesus. I mean, people got to get out of this. We we damn near 40 and we want to pretend we in high school stuff, too. You're too old. If you didn't get it by this time in your life, you ain't supposed to have it. You know, and, and, and I guess, you know, stop chasing that thing that you think you want. Because if it ain't something that you really can have that's lasting, you ain't supposed to have it. You know, like, and, and I can tell you, and I got married at a very, I got married at 22. Uh, or yeah, I got, I was 22 when I got married. I didn't have a long, illustrious, you know, 
my my jersey is in the rafters type single man life because I got married in my in my early twenties, you know. But there had to come a point in my life where I had to realize, yo, all that stuff that I didn't experience because I decided to get married. You don't need to be chasing that, bro. You wasn't supposed to have it. Like you got what you were supposed to have. The decisions you made in your life brought you to this place because that's where you're supposed to be. This thing lasted and didn't break because it's not supposed to. So why don't you just do what you need to do to take care of it and, and mature and let it flourish and grow into something beautiful? Stop chasing that thing, that little shiny thing in the corner. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a maturity thing. You got to get to the point where the opposite sex coming at you ain't even attractive. Right. Like, it ain't. like it, and it's, but, but men take a lot longer sometimes to get there, like, like, like Ernest said. It sometimes takes men longer to get there, but when you get there, I ain't gonna lie, it's a beautiful, peaceful place to be living in. When you ain't gotta worry about all that stuff, and you ain't like, it's a beautiful, peaceful. Like, here's my thing: I know what's gonna cause me problems in life. All right, my problem is gonna be if I eat too much, if I'm not at work on time, if I don't clean the house up, if I don't pay a bill, or you know, if I if I don't, you know raise my kids right, but me worrying about, oh, Lord, this person I work with, and they came in here wearing this, and I just couldn't help myself, I ain't there. And thank God I ain't there. I thank God I don't have that problem. You know what I mean? But everybody has something, like Tony said. Everybody has a vice. I am thankful that that's no longer my vice. I just so, want to touch one thing that Winter was saying. We, as females, in a, if we're going to be in a relationship, we have to get off this whole thing that Oh, I don't have to do this and I don't have to do that. But we want a man to treat us a certain way. You know, I, I, I again, I didn't see that stuff, but I know what it takes. I'm, yeah, I'm going to cook. I'm going to clean. I'm going to do certain things. I'm not saying that he can't do it, but I am going to do what I think that is going to make him happy. I'm going to be there to be his helpmate. You know, I'm not here just to say, okay, well, I can't work. You're going to pay all the bills. You're going to do. And that is social media is what's killing a lot of relationships because people are seeing, you know, mm -hmm. what's going on on social media, what's, what's going on in Hollywood. Oh, well, I want the, a man to make this amount of money and I'm not going to work. I personally feel like the way that the economy is now, it takes two. Unless you are a, a millionaire, unless you are just wealthy enough that that, that wife don't have to work, it takes two. And so I'm not, I'm willing to work. You know, I've been working since I was 14 years old. So I'm going to do my part if I'm in a relationship, not only in that relationship, but in, at home too. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to take care of inside the house. You take care of outside the house. I, I don't want to cut grass anymore. I don't want to do that. But yet you're going to have a, a, a home cooked meal. You know, I think I was reading something on social media and it was like, no, I don't know how to cook. I'm not going to clean. You, he better take care of me. I'm like, really? That's what we... Because they don't this? want a man, they want a father. Some of these people don't want men, they want a father. They want a mother. Talk about they're not mature enough. They grown, I call them grown-ass little boys and grown-ass little girls. Mm. Talk, talk your shit, B. Hey, real yeah. quick, though. Back to your other point, Nerva. You said you got married at 22. Don't worry, your boy had you. That's why we friends now had you back. So all the stuff you couldn't do, I was doing it for you. But anyway, that, that jersey up in the rafters, that jersey gone. That bitch, that bitch up there with the Lakers so, shit. So with that being said, I want to... <laughs> I had you hey, back, we about to see a, We're about to see a skillet come out of nowhere. 
just remember uh, that go get you one of them them cast iron skillets, uh, sisters. Uh, uh, and if you and listen, uh, just go. You want to do some revenge? Just go to the guy that he hates the most and do the nastiest thing you can think of. Um, that that <laughs> gets. I put him in the fetal position real quick because uh, 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 men, uh, women, thank you so much. Uh, this is actually uh, going on. So this, hold on, hold on. I got to You know, uh, you know, any time that I, uh, you know, it would be an episode. If I didn't uh, bring Maria in here uh, uh, with us, so uh, hey, and sisters, you might you might just want to uh, lock up. Hey, clack clack. Hey, hey, what Madea say? Clink clink. Hey. You had no we, we, sex. Sometimes you need to have no sex uh, because sometimes that can confuse things also. So um, you, uh, you, you know, and, and, and it, it's a, uh, sometimes men that aren't mature enough think that because she's having sex with me, it's all forgiven. It, it's back to normal. Uh, that is a thing. Uh, and and um, don't fall for it. So, I mean, I, I, I I can't speak for for the situations, but I do notice some sometimes these things will get you killed, uh, and that's just serious talk, um, and it will get you hurt uh, behind playing with somebody's spouse, behind playing with somebody's girlfriend, behind playing with somebody's emotions and feelings, uh, and when kids are involved, it's even more dangerous because now you you have to. If my child happens to witness some crazy stuff like that, and I hear it from from that person, all oh, hell about to break loose. If I, um, so uh, I do want to thank my guests. I want to welcome them back again because uh, this seems to be a topic that we can touch on for days. Uh, but this will be uh, this will be this episode will be on iHeart. It will be on Amazon uh, and it will be on uh, iTunes. So it will be available for download by the end of the weekend. Uh, the other episodes we had to put in pieces, so it didn't kind of work out. But this one is going on because it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. Uh, I'd like to thank my my esteemed guests and colleagues, uh, Dr. Greer. That's what that Dr. Greer medicine woman. Uh, that sounds like a TV show. <laughs> Dr. Greer, a good ring to it. So, uh, and uh, of course, our, our resident local Kenya. We when, when she said that she was she was out partying, like the, the only thing I just thought of, I didn't even think of that. Chub. I just thought that she stayed up past like ten o'clock. <laughs> just ruthless. Just gonna be ruthless. I'm a show. That's me. So, uh. And, and Chubb's replacement says Chubb didn't didn't want to show up because he got flewed out and uh, smutted out in Jamaica. Kev, uh, uh, once again, my business partner joined there. See, we we official, we official now. We got the had a nice little polo. Can I get my shirt now? Yeah, we'll get you. 
We'll get you a polo. I, I want um, a shirt, but I want the, the Beyonce shirt. I don't want the polo. <laughs> what do y'all think? See, see, this 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 was wrong with black people, right? They just you give them a rope, they want to be a cowboy. She just she see she didn't she didn't even. <laughs> See, okay. like, I don't even want that shirt. I want the Beyonce shirt. Like she just took it to the you, what, what Beyonce shirt are you talking about? The one you tagged me in for Christmas. I didn't get it. And I should have got it. The sweater? The Christmas yes. sweater? Do you realize how late you are so, for a Christmas one? Christmas coming back around. We See, got you governor on the beat. Just, just let, let me know which one it is. Which one which one it is. Okay. Thank you. Uh I don't because it was two of them. So it was. Yeah, yeah. Let me know which one it is. And we'll 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 get you uh hooked up. But um can can they hire you as counselors? Can people hire you as a counselor? Who me? Yeah. Um not currently because of where I'm actually working. Uh now I have a contract with just, I can't even, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this without putting my business out in the street, but you it's know, so that, uh, when, no, when you work for JSOC, you work for JSOC. And oh, I got you. Got I you too easy. Yeah. You're on the dark side. We got you coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to say, let me get a kid too. See? <laughs> She's going to provide services to certain personnel. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That, that that's basically pharmaceutical it. purposes. I need. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Uh, so th thank you for for definitely stopping by and, and dropping these uh these these good conversations and knowledge. And like I said, some of these uh might be a little tougher than the others, but we're gonna have these conversations. Uh, oh, yeah. And we we either gonna we either gonna uh, learn from them or we're gonna learn by them. Like e either way, like if you don't learn from them, you're going to learn when it when it happens and you get that skillet to your head, courtesy of uh, courtesy of this podcast or uh, we see these tapes dropping on. Look, look, I'm a, I'm a have to look. I, if somebody say it's a sex tape going out here, I'm I'm going to hit play and I, I'm going to tell them shame on them. But I'm going to look with some popcorn. Uh, and, and you know what? And here's a here's a crazy part. And I've seen it sometimes. I've seen sometimes that a person gets cheated on and all of a sudden they get that glow up and it's all she wrote. Okay. Uh, and, and nothing says confidence like a woman that is about to make you pay. Uh, R. Kelly said it best. What a woman's fed up. What a woman's fed up. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Hey, so um, you can do it's better to you know, and sometimes you got to put your pride aside and just say, "Hey, look, it's time to you know, I'm done. Right, let me get myself together. Uh, put, put my homeboys aside. If they really my homeboys, they understand. Hey, hey, if you gotta go get that joint Facebook account, we already know. <laughs> you know that's a universal code. We know when you have a joint Facebook account, something happens down the line. Y'all just ain't never y'all don't like each other that much. I get up off this app before I do that. That's just me personally. I'm not doing it. I will no longer have social media before yeah. I do that. So just know if I disappear, I probably messed up. <laughs> Yeah. If I disagree, so, I hit a lot of So it. when we see y'all on the social media app with a joint account dressed up like stepbrothers with the little <laughs> cardigans on, it's over. Don't touch my drum set. It's over. It's over. We know. We know you're messed up. We 
Somebody messed up somewhere. <laughs> and you got a joint TikTok account? <laughs> uh-uh. I'm getting off. I'm like, like, I'll be like, ah, right, look, this is an account for my account. <laughs> Somebody hacked me. But but definitely, I enjoy these conversations, and uh, um, I'm glad that you guys chose to be stuck in the house with me tonight. Um, usually, we have these things on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but I wanted to make sure that everybody could possibly be on to, to, to have this uh, conversation. And uh, it was actually dope. I'm glad that it happened. So uh, we'll go around the horn with uh, everybody. We'll start with Nikki and work our way around. Oh, well, I thought it was a great conversation. Just know I my petty is, yeah, I got I got petty on a whole different level. And now that I'm about to retire, oh, baby, this petty can be real. But no, for my uh for my sisters, because you know I am my sisters and my brother's keeper. If I ever see somebody smiling in your face and your significant other ain't around, I am that one that'd be like, hey, where my sister at? Where my brother at? And that's what Jesus sent me, or God, whatever you believe in, Buddha, Allah, whoever, sent me to save you from catching a bullet, you know, or a cast iron skillet. Because uh, I don't think, you know, I just put it like this. Everybody has, there's always somebody crazier than you. Amen. So is the D or the cuckoo worth getting shot over and losing your life? For me, it ain't. That's all I got. Shit, I'm, shit, I'm working at D, shit. Oh, I'm next. Hey, uh, um, since you put yours on, well, since they got these on, I put mine back on. Shit, fuck it. Uh, great conversation, great conversation. Uh, I guess the moral of the story is, hey, you get caught cheated, sit your ass down somewhere. If you get caught cheated again, you could die. So, uh, hey, you know, be respectful, man. Do what you're supposed to do, whether you're man or man or woman. Um, honor the relationship. Um. Cause at the end of the day, it really ain't worth it, you know. Especially if you make that commitment, man. If you if you make that commitment to be with that person, y'all done built something. Whether you six months plus on in, what's the point? I mean, grass might look green on the other side, but a nigga could be broke, got thirty kids that you don't know about. He get a check for fifteen hundred every every week, but it's going to child support, so he come home with two hundred ninety eight dollars. And a damn double cheeseburger from McDonald's, but you fucked that up. I'm, I'm, uh, hey, I'm making that damn on close to six figures a year, and I don't even work. I sit at home every day. So, uh, yeah, um, it's been you real. You had no brownie? Nah, I ain't had no brownie. Hey, it's been real. Hey, we get money out in Harlem, B. That's what it is, man. On to the next. It's on you, Jay. Winner. Oh, okay, yeah. Great conversation. I do this all the time. I used to have these sessions called Wine with Winter on Wednesdays. Um, and we used to have like these topics where we would just discuss some of these hard things that we encounter as adults. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed being here tonight. Hopefully I get a chance to come back and join you guys again one day. But um, yeah, anything you guys need. And y'all would be surprised how many people actually call me and talk to me about their personal stuff that I would never repeat, never um you know, have those people out here looking crazy, but um, I'm always here for, for my brothers and my sisters. Um, so if anybody need anything, I'm always going to be here. Alex, he gets on me all the time. He's like, you give too much of yourself to a lot of people. And I was like, hey, I just feel like 
once you know you do better. Um, I always want to pull my girls out of a rut. I always want my brothers to feel strong. Um, so that's just what I do. Also, you guys, I do have, finally, I've been saying this for years, but it's done. Loving for my overflow is going to print. So hopefully you'll see that real soon. Yep. You're so crazy, Job. <laughs> yes. But yeah, thank you guys for having me. Who's next? Am I next? Yep. Oh, just want to say I appreciate it again. It's so funny. Yep. I am a little innocent. I, I used to have a, a wild side, but you know, it's so funny that y'all think that I'm just so innocent. It's kind Don't of do my friend like that. They do it all the time. They give it to me when I, I mean, you need to come back more, you know, because they be giving it to me and Nikki because it just be us two most of the time. But no, I really appreciate it. Um, I really appreciate you guys as well. Um, I'm very grateful that I know that I can call on if I really need to talk. Um, and so I appreciate the the relationship, the bonds that we're building. Um, it's just good sometimes just to hear other people's perspective because people are not mature enough to sit down and truly have this, these conversations. You know, a lot of times they want to lie. They want to act like they're so cool. They want, you know, so it's really, really good to have a place where you can go and have discussions with other adults and you can laugh and you can, you know, joke and, and be serious at the same time. So I appreciate it. I'm very, very grateful and um, blessed to be able to to come to these, you know, when we have them. So I would like to see more. Like, I, I don't like the, the like how long it takes for us to, to have these. So, but I, I do appreciate them. So we can get on the schedule for every two weeks, but we got some very busy people out here. Be like, we busy. Like we, 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 we entrepreneurs and, and, and we, we, we get, we can, we can get it going yeah, every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Look, I got so much stuff going on. You know, I just started a little travel agency business and I still do my Scentsy, which I, I ain't getting no orders from the last time. Y'all wanted my, my site. I want those washer whips. I got to get them. I wanted to use them as sex candles and you never gave me a, uh, 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 a question. Day. <laughs> can I drip them on people? I just need to drip them on people. Yeah, you can drip them. No, don't take that back. Can you don't don't know? Melt the wax if you want to. Just place the order. You know, place the order. Place the order. I'll send the link out again tonight if you guys would like to place the order. Thank you, Kevin, for my shirt. I did get it. I appreciate it as well. So, yeah. Are y'all gonna go on the cruise? That's all I want to know. Oh yeah, so go ahead. You know, speaking of that, we're gonna talk to you about some. We need we need some discount prices. Uh. For 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 our, our vacation coming up, we, we need to talk to you. So if you can get it to us for fifty bucks a night, we'll gladly appreciate it. Who is we? Huh? Who is uh, we? Huh? Who? Huh? 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 Well, <laughs> who is we? Huh? Who? <laughs> okay, I know y'all not talking about your brother. He, he, he yin yang twins right now. Hey, hey, listen. We already know he got something to do before he could ask to go outside. We've already counseled him on that. Y'all not finna do my brother Moon. Well, like, y'all not even outside. I just asked, who was we? Hey, I, I, I'm just trying to get the, the father's flute out. I'm trying to help out get the father's flute out. The father's so, and the kids? Huh? MGOB. You the already know what it is. MGOB. The father's no. and the kids. The father's and the kids. No. MGOB. You already know what it is. 
Stop playing, nigga. Come on, Kevin. Because nigga try to prolong the, the production. Come no, on. No no I'm not getting flued out to go whoop somebody's butt in another country. You're Thank like, you. Yes, you are. Yeah, take them kids on, out so we can get together here. They need to know about the luxurious life. You know, I had a whole positive little lesson thing I was about to teach on my, on my, uh, uh, you know, going out, signing off statement. And we don't need that in the atmosphere, which y'all put in the atmosphere right now. But let me get back to the positive. We, we, that's another topic for another show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you all a quick lesson about trust. See this piece of paper right here? It's perfect. It's flat. It's, it's, it's nothing wrong with it, right? Just a regular piece of paper that's ready to be written on and, and make all kind of notations and stuff. So when some imagine this is a trust in your relationship, and then somebody goes and they misuse the trust. They unfaithful. They lie. They do things wrong. They misuse you. They don't take care of you. They disrespect you, disregard you, all that kind of stuff, right? Then your trust ends up looking like this. Now, when somebody chooses to stay or y'all get counseling and get help and do all of that, you can fix the truth. You know, you can you can start to try to address some things and maybe work it out. And maybe your truth will be flat again. Right. But it'll never look the same. The same. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, remember that truth can be something that's perfect and unflawed. And then you can mess it up, but it'll never look the same after you abuse it. That's all I got. I appreciate y'all having me on the podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'm out. Uh, can everybody hear me? I can't. I can't. Okay. Talk uh, all, all I would say is, uh, for the podcast with everybody's different opinion, and what I have to leave is do the work. Um, do, 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 the, do the work. Do the work before the work has to be put in. You know, if you if you do the work together, the work don't have to be. It doesn't have to feel like it's a chore mm -hmm. to do. It don't have to feel like it's a chore if you do it, and then you then you'll learn to love and like, have fun with each other. You you know what I mean. Uh, so I, that's what I was do the work, guys, and I'm. Talking. Hey, you know what I did real quick before Jay go. Got a side snippet because y'all been talking junk all week, right? So I just wanna hey. They've been talking junk. Come on, I'm not the real true polo king, and there's other people out there trying to come for the throne. So I'm gonna let you know right now, live. If you feel like you're the polo king and you got me beat, let me know. Cause everybody ain't got Olympic polo shades. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have the draws. I got socks, shirts, t-shirts, you know, we white. Talking about your draws, hey, I'm tired of them cats coming from me. One and two. They both on here. They know who they is. If you want to see me, come see me. It's on you, Jay. I'm done. The king has spoken. You gonna smack me, bitch? In front of my friends? You gonna smack me, bitch? Alright, you guys. Alright, so we gonna wrap up on that one because I don't know what's wrong with this pool. But uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all out there. If y'all have any questions, put them in the inbox. If y'all have any topics that we should cover, and I'll see you guys in two weeks. And one of the next topics that we're going to cover is being in a relationship and being in love with somebody else. Ooh, that seems to be yeah. a good topic right there. So if you if if you wanna if you wanna if we wanna cover that topic, we'll see you in two weeks. Oh my God, so that's gonna start with some toes. Put your body on. I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna have me some wine.